1: For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply.
0: Bank of America and A member FDIC. That's what I really want. Get off my lawn! I'll tell you why in just a moment. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the very positive and uplifting Colleen and Bradley show this beautiful Tuesday. It's gorgeous outside, but inside we're full of rage. At least till three when Lori and Julia take over. Hi. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And somebody is selling. What
1: are raging about today? What do you need me to?
0: Tar- Target is selling a gingerbread house kit. For okay, Valentine's so, Day, okay. This is not a thing, you guys. A Valentine's house? What's the deal with the Target Valentine's gingerbread house kits? Seriously, though, stop it! No, no, really. Yeah, that's really. like
1: something Kramer would <laughs> scheme to sell to Target back to them.
0: Yeah, like right. Like, hey, I got a brilliant idea. Let's sell a, a gingerbread house kit. But it's for Valentine's Day.
1: Okay. So I know you're mad about the Valentine's kit. And I want to honor that. (laughs) But I want to take it a step further. And like valentine's day isn't real can we stop with that well
0: of course i mean that's what makes this even more absurd but can i tell you about the dumb thing and yes, can we please, please talk about that because that's why i want you to get off my damn lawn
1: yes please
0: for 7.99 target would like you to and i don't want to make this just about target because i love target but you guys valentine's cookie house kits Favorite day? I don't know what favorite day means. Is that what they're calling that's Valentine's? That's
1: one of their store. That's one of their store brands. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Because
1: it's, it's your favorite yeah. day when you get to eat sugar. Also, it's,
0: it's the- not even a. It's not even a bal- or a, a gingerbread kit. It is just a, a cookie. It is a cookie house for Valentine's. To your point, a Valentine's is not a real holiday. B. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Do you ever remember having a Valentine's Day gingerbread house as a kid? No, because no. there wasn't one. This is just an attempt to screw you out of seven ninety nine. Mm
1: hmm. And guess what? He, he, like also, I'm not. How, somebody's gonna buy that.
0: Okay, but here, here's the thing that I like really just rubs me the wrong way. What is like one of the? <laughs> oh, here it is. <laughs> what is one of the largest things that drives you nuts about um about val or what is the thing that people complain about Valentine's Day the most? I mean, it's fake, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what do people say about Valentine's Day? Um, like, but ju- it
1: just makes you feel more
0: lonely. Yes, exactly. It makes you feel alone and sad, right? If you're not like, if somebody's not mm-hmm. sending you a Valentine cookie house kit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, have you ever tried to make a gingerbread house or a Valentine's Day house? You didn't because that's not a thing. But like, this kit is going to make you feel even more worthless than you already do because you're alone for valentine's day yeah. do you know what i mean because you're gonna make it and it ain't gonna look like the house on the box right it's gonna look like a mess and then you're just gonna eat the dumb thing and feel bad about yourself
1: oh i'm okay can i i do just want to say this there's one redeeming quality about this apparently it's edible because i think the meanest thing about gingerbread houses is that you're supposed to make them and not eat them
0: who said you're not That's supposed just to eat rude. gingerbread houses wait wait wait, wait, no, wait no no you eat your gingerbread house girl
1: yeah You do? I thought you just left it there to get all hard and nasty.
0: (laughs) Who would leave a cookie to get hard and nasty? No, after Christmas you eat it for sure. You do?
1: Well, what else are you going to do with it?
0: Well, I don't know. I just throw them away. No, there's like candy and cookies. It's all like cemented and
1: gross. Okay, well, fine. I've been doing it wrong. (laughs)
0: No, you um, absolutely most certainly have. Again, the thing that just... I saw this and, you know, whatever. The world is is on fire anyway, but throw this onto the pile. <laughs> but, like, it you're going to end up making this. It ain't going to look all it, like it does on the outside of the box. Then you're going to eat the thing. And, oh, by the way, they tell you, like, how many calories are in this dumb thing. Well, that's and, rude. And let me see, because I think it'll tell me the calories. Oh, um, dear. Oh, dear. It's 20... Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Also, this thing is 20 servings. Will you please look at this and tell me if it looks like 20 servings to you?
1: Okay, hold on. Is it, like, do we have something for scale next to it? Like, does it tell that's us? like, on
0: a plate. I mean, it's, oh, okay. f- it's a pound. It's roughly a pound oh, okay. of, like, icing and cookies. Um, How
1: many people is that supposed
0: to serve? That's supposed to serve 20 people. No. Let's be clear. That's two visits uh, to the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like... I'm going to take yeah. one hunk now yeah, and mm-hmm. one hunk Like Okay, maybe three mm-hmm. or four. Fine. That whole thing is 20 servings of 130 calories.
1: No. No.
0: So what is that? 200 20 and a lot.
1: servings. That's a lot. Or 2,000 no. and a lot. 20, it's 2,000.
0: 2,600? Some. Is that right?
1: It's a lot. It's just a lot.
0: Yeah, it's like 2,600 calories.
1: Well, this is all Mm -hmm. part of the trend of the holiday creep into Valentine's Day, meaning... Okay. Okay. So,
0: let's do that turn. So, now, you got this dumb thing that doesn't even exist, because it ain't a thing in the holiday. But it's for a holiday that, by the way, was only created to get you to buy stuff that you don't need.
1: Like uh, Gingerbread House, which, by the way, we just got done with. That's the thing... Like, we just did that. So why don't you just leave the Christmas gingerbread houses out, and then we'll just (laughs) pretend it's still Christmas. And
0: Holly, what were you going to say about Valentine's Day uh, writ large? Yeah, but
1: this is the thing, going to Colleen's point, it's that Christmas has bled into Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day so much so... Where people keep up their fake trees, and then they just decorate them and make it a valentine tree.
0: Yeah. Okay. Also, I read another story that the there is a new trend. And another thing. That the, there's a new trend to leave your damn tree up all year and just call it a year-round tree. No. No. No, now, look, there's one lady, her name is Beverly, and she does this and has for the last 20 years. And to Beverly, I want to salute you for being fabulous and amazing and doing things on your own. But do this you know is, her? No, I'm just saying, I know there's a lady oh, okay. out there. okay, I'm who, like,
1: do you know Beverly?
0: Because you know, they're like... My great aunt Beverly, she's always left her tree up all year and she, you know, has hand knit different outfits for the tree. So when it's not Christmas, it looks like, (laughs) you know, the Easter bunny.
1: Yeah, but she's the real life incarnate of Maxine, that lady on the Hallmark cards. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that's fine. One of them is fine, but not to your point to turn it into a thing that we now all need to feel guilty that we didn't leave our trees up all year. And oh, by the way, we now need to run to the big box store to buy 12 different outfits for our tree
1: tree outfits don't give them ideas Bradley (laughs) where do we start to stop this you guys never
0: right here like, where right do we now? begin
1: stopping this madness? i want you to
0: sit, Susan outside Powder. Of a, sit outside of a target with a sign that says no valentine's cookie house kids yeah you're gonna howard
1: beal this you're gonna open your window and you're gonna shout i don't want this house
0: and look i am not here to say you can't just eat a cookie house whenever you want if you want to make a cookie house, because it makes you feel good, but like, Valentine's Day to me, if it's anything, like, we always, like, I don't know what you do for Valentine's, but typically, we go out to a nice dinner, that's about the most Valentine's we get, right?
1: I was just gonna say, Valentine's Day is just an excuse to go out to dinner.
0: Yeah, you go out to dinner, maybe you bought some nice candy, or some flowers, or something, I'm Mm -hmm. totally here for that, but now I gotta make a dumb house out of cookies, and it ain't gonna look good, and I know we all spent the last two years doing... Crafts at home and making our own you know bread and cheese but really like at this point I don't need the extra added burden of feeling like I'm a failure if I didn't make a cookie house with hearts on it
1: can I just end this segment with an affirmation for everybody yeah you don't need to make a valentine's cookie house you're whole and (laughs) you're Enough, just as you are. Mm -hmm. That's all. Yeah, fill that hole however you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you want to put a cookie in it, put a cookie in it. But you don't need to.
1: Thank you. You don't need to. And somebody else can make a cookie for you. You don't have to make a house.
0: By the way, because I know there's somebody out there going, I want to make that cookie house kit. Here's what you do. Wait till after Valentine's Day, and it'll be on clearance. And then you can make it for whenever you want.
1: And then you can Mm -hmm. make... It is Saint or um, a Saint Patrick's Day a leprechaun. Yeah, before church. we know
0: it, it's going to be like uh, Saint Patty's Day house. No, and it is going to
1: be the where Easter the Bunny house. Is. Okay, d- don't give him ideas. I guarantee you, somebody put something on the calendar. It's an Arbor day house. March fifth, we're going to be talking about the damn leprechaun
0: house. <laughs> yep. It's tax day cookie house. <laughs> it's an I no that's, not That's that's a day to
1: each... That's when you just eat your feelings. You don't even build the house. You just straight up eat it. Mom and Dad, I want to decorate the nondescript IRS office park.
0: <laughs> oh, God. It's what we're becoming. Oh. When we come back, Farah Abraham's drama journey continues. And Colleen has all the latest. And in fact, somebody who used to date this woman... Uh, apparently has weighed in on her recent uh, arrest and slappage'll we'll we tell you all about it when we return right here on my talk 1071 back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on my talk 1071 don't forget we got an app you can download our show you can download podcasts you can even sign up for listener rewards head to mytalk 1071.com for more information or go wherever you get your apps I'm Bradley trainer that's Colleen Lindstrom
1: hey guys
0: and Farah Abraham's saga continues this Time her exes weighed in. Colleen, what do we know?
1: Okay, so uh we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Farah Abraham got herself in a little bit of trouble um because she slapped a security person mm. at a restaurant called Ow. Grandmaster Recorders yesterday slash Sunday night. It, it, listen, it was the wee hours of morning. She was out there getting crunk and partying, and uh, one thing led to another, and things got out of hand. Yeah, it was. She got belligerent. Hot mess. She had been conspired against. I think
0: anyway, she was just conspired against.
1: <laughs> okay, that was a moment. Anyway, so she's, um, so her, she has this ex-boyfriend. Uh, his name is Simon, and she dated him. Does during... he like to do
0: drawings? He
1: likes to do draw rings. Um, No, his name is Simon, Simon Saran. And he, they dated toward the end of her tenure on Teen Mom. Okay, So he was like kind of part of the, I don't know, he was, he was around. So he was the only, the, the first boyfriend, serious boyfriend she had had after the man that she had her daughter Sophia with. So it was kind of a big deal. Um, that she was actually like in a relationship with this guy, but they ended up breaking up, and I don't think she's been in a relationship since. Okay. Well, he One that posted we know about, anyway that we know of, right? I mean, I'm sure she's been relating mm-hmm. to people, but I don't know like how serious it is. Anyway, Simon shared a screenshot of the art, an article, the TMZ article about the arrest, and he said the following. Of that article, not surprised, violent alcoholic.
0: Oh. So he's talking
1: about, I mean, that's his experience of her. (laughs) And he's saying that she's a mess. That she's a mess and that he's not surprised by this. And I will just say, if you watched that series at all and you saw how, I mean, you also wouldn't be surprised.
0: However. Um, yeah, if you listen to our show, you wouldn't be surprised. Yes, this is not the I first know. time she has slapped somebody and was uh, arrested for it.
1: Right, right. Okay, so, but here's the other thing that I wanted to bring to the table. Is that she actually um, wanted to clarify some stuff for people, too. So she shared her side of the story on her own social media saying the following. Are you ready? Mm. <clears throat> I am putting a restraining order on, and then she tags, Antonello Partoloto. Who's that? Partoloto. Some, well, you'll find out. She said, who made this dinner reservation and conspired an attack on myself with staff at Grandmaster Recorders, as it was a private person's arrest. Complete setup. I've had a very traumatizing year, and I don't deserve to be attacked. Bruised, men on me and battered as a single mother to be harassed battered and conspired against as a paying customer grandmaster recorders should fire their management and security for all contributing to attacking one person out of three people she then thanked the hollywood police for rescuing her and added quote i realize it's no longer safe for a woman to go out to eat in their own neighborhoods okay what what? no it gets better it gets better i look I look forward to my law degree, and I look forward to court. Justice will be served okay. as we always. We look
0: forward to that as well, honey, mm-hmm. because it ain't gonna do you no good. So this is just her trying to create an excuse uh, for why she was arrested after apparently drinking a lot and getting into a fight. I mean, so he- I don't know if she actually is going to face charges or was like charged in this particular case, but we do know that after somebody pulled a citizen's arrest, the actual police showed up.
1: Yeah. Yes, because... And if I remember, it's because the paramedics called the police. Yeah, was it the paramedics? It doesn't matter. The first responders were like, we need backup because somebody's belligerent. The thing about Farah is if you've paid attention to her for any amount of time, you realize that there's one word that is not in her very colorful vocabulary, um, and it's responsibility. Like, she... Always wants oh, to she's always the picture the victim. Yeah. that she's the victim. And it's because of any number of things that she has deemed the reason why everybody's against her. Mm-hmm. And beware of that. Like, that's, I mean, it is, it is a theme in her life. And usually she will add in there that it's because she's a single mother or because she's a teen mother or because she's pretty or because she's famous or because any number of things that are that she feels are under attack and the truth is there she never takes responsibility. Yeah, if
0: people people who lead with, you know, like let me tell you why this didn't happen or let me tell you why this bad thing did actually happen and by the way also it has nothing to do with me. Like uh I'm going to run in the opposite direction because I feel like that's That's a behavior, and especially when it comes to... I almost said tan mom. Tan mom is not this violent. When it comes to teen mom, that is always, always her go-to. Like, I am a victim. Stop.
1: But I look forward to her law degree, and I look forward to court, because justice will be served as always.
0: Do better, honey. It's okay. When we come back... Fairy Abraham, not you. Uh, When we come back, celebrities behaving badly, we call them... Tea bags. We'll be right back. Celebrities! They're terrible people some days, which is fine because we turned it into a segment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. Along with Holly Roberts, clickety clacking over there. Uh, let's get right to them celebrities behaving badly. We call them.
1: Teabags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day.
0: Who's your celebrity d bag?
1: Chloe Kardashian.
0: Oh, frequent flyer.
1: Bing Please bong, stay in your indeed. seats. Keep your
0: mask above your nose unless you are taking a drink.
1: With your nose?
0: No, you are allowed to pull your mask down when you are drinking or eating.
1: <laughs> I know. Okay, so the reason that Chloe is my d bag today is because she posted a photograph of her niece Chicago who by the way just turned four that is photoshopped beyond reason Mm. and i'm like can somebody take photoshop away from them Mm. can we lock them out of the app that they use (laughs) this child is four years old she does not need a filter she's adorable
0: no that ship hath sailed when it comes to kardashians a revealing their children in social media or you know profiting off their children on social media but also um face filtering these poor children i mean i i I weep for all the children in the land who have to (laughs) grow up in the age of face filters because i don't know maybe there's hope that they will appreciate it in a far different way than their parents did because we're just trash Uh,
1: i we Yes,
0: I'm just saying face filters are trash and like I terrible. just the fact that, you know, like we can we know that because we're adults and we can choose to avoid doing all that stuff to constantly be obsessed with the way we look. But children don't have that luxury. And my hope would be that they'll come to terms with that at some point. But man, it's going to be hard, especially when you're in the spotlight at the age of four with no choice to yourself. Like you have no agency in this at all.
1: And like the long-term implications of that. Okay, so first of all, I just want to say like, yes, it is fun to hang with your kids and turn on your Instagram filters and make funny faces and funny videos. Ha ha, then it's fun, right? But this like, I mean, she makes Chicago look like she has a face full of makeup. I mean, she looks, she's a four-year-old who looks like a teenager in this picture. And I just think like, eventually Chicago goes back and sees like pictures of herself in the media and realizes that they never use her regular, her real face. And her, you know, she thinks to herself, I mean, I know it's, it's going to be far worse than this for these children, but like, oh, I must not be pretty enough. Right. Which is how then we end up with Chloe Kardashian.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, and again, like I think, you know, Chicago will probably be fine. She's got millions of dollars. She'll have great therapy, at least, you know, this is what I'm going to tell myself to get through the story. But the problem is, is that that's going to trickle down to like all of the kids and all of the generation that follow her or look up to her or follow her on social media and then feel like they're inferior because they don't have what she has, right? Because of the way that they look, they're going to internalize all of that compare it comparing behavior you know we all do that ourselves as adults Mm -hmm. but we're at least equipped with you know the ability to kind of counter that and even it's a hard thing for even adults to do so my god just think about all the children out there who don't have the resources that a kardashian child will have
1: right right i just it's just disgusting like i i I have enough of a problem with Chloe filtering the hell out of her own face. Oh my
0: god, did you see the? Don't the, do it to did a you four not see the, photo of the long Chris fingers. And, Chris and oh. Kim.
1: Yes, like Chris so,
0: posted, accidentally posted an unfiltered photo, and people. Were, and also, by the way, they looked normal, but oh, in yeah. the sense that, like, they are just two people, but yeah. they weren't filtered with an inch of their lives, and people were like, "Oh my god."
1: Well, and then she removed it immediately when she realized, oh my gosh, they had just shown themselves without their masks. <laughs> but like you know, they still look beautiful. That's the piece that's so frustrating to me. Is it reminds me of that photograph that an assistant posted of Chloe in a bikini, and she lost her, you know what about it? Yeah, because because but she, we, didn't but everybody post looked it. at it. Yeah, and everybody looked at it and was like, she looks great. Yeah, she looks like that's what she looks like as a normal person. Then did you okay to just juxtapose that photograph that chris accidentally shared of her with kim unfiltered and then quickly took down this was right after chloe posted this series of pictures that were photoshopped within an inch Mm -hmm. of their life and her hand yeah she's always got them long
0: long, er, or like fingers
1: Yes, because that's part of the Photoshop. When you stretch things to make them look thinner, they're like guess what? Drag Your fingers all turn the into
0: way. <laughs> like like literally they go from one end of it's the like photo an the M.
1: C. Escher photograph. Yeah. It's just like, or
0: there'll be I mean, there's so many photos. Just Google like photoshopped Kardashian photos, and you can see like all the Photoshop fails where yeah. you know lines of like the pool don't make sense because of the way that they have photoshopped things. Like it's it's also. I I used to say, like, this has got to be so distracting for them and take up so much of their time, and I do not have that much time in a day, until you realize they're not the ones doing no, it. No! They've like got people Christine, for that. Christine, who is fresh out of college as, like, a communications major, um, or with a communications degree, is now being paid, you know, a living wage filtering chloe kardashian's photos i mean at least that's that's what i imagine it is happening oh
1: for sure (sighs) who's your d-bag there honey i do i do just get (laughs) out scratching her
0: back she's like man this story (laughs) just makes me want to itch
1: okay
0: thanks for asking uh my d-bag today is none other than the sun not the golden orb in the sky
1: which we are so happy to see by the way.
0: Yeah, thank you. Hi! But the US version of the tabloid The Sun for this experience. I don't even know what I'm living in anymore. I don't I wish I could like hurdle toward The Sun headline. Bouncing back. Tristan Thompson's baby mama Marilyn Nichols shows off post-baby body in spandex after dissing oh. gold digger claims.
1: Okay. Oh, for goodness sake.
0: We are now living in a post-baby body world with Tristan Thompson's baby mama. Like, that's, that's worthy of headlines? Like, not the story, which, you know, is suspect in and of itself enough. Like, the fact that we need to, like, make salacious this idea that, you know, he had a child... Like, these people are going to have their relationships, they're going to do what they're going to do, fine. But, like, okay, that's a salacious story. But now, the next incarnation of this story is not only is it salacious that he has a baby mama, but she's showing off that post-baby body. Look at her. Which we're not doing that anymore!
1: Ugh. Well, the sun is. And apparently, it's, I don't know, apparently it's getting clicks for them. But can I just also say, I didn't know what a Marilyn Nichols looked like pre-baby, during baby.
0: Oh, you didn't see... And so
1: I certainly don't care yeah. what well, she looks no. like after for, baby. For
0: most people, no. You're not gonna... Like, nobody cares about what a Marilyn Nichols is. But, like, this sexist trope of post-baby body, wherein a woman has to, like, achieve some bizarre fitness level after, like, five seconds after plopping a baby out is hilarious to me. and And, you know... I didn't want to make this about Marilyn Nichols, but I will say that the photos that they used she posted and she actually captioned six weeks postpartum, which fine, you want to like show it off, but like that doesn't mean the tabloids need to pick it up and turn right. it into a story because right. we all have choices.
1: Um, can I just add to your fury about this? Ooh, yeah. So, there was an there was a headline in the Daily Mail maybe like last week. Um, about Khloe Kardashian stepping out looking slim after all of the Tristan Thompson drama. Okay. So now not only are we looking at the post-baby body of the other woman of Tristan Thompson, we've got another tabloid that's paying attention to the post cheater body Was that like
0: a shame thin or like a, no, thin or like I a sick thin or like a I couldn't really tell cuz there's different versions of tabloid thinness like thin because we should be worried that something's wrong or thin because ooh sexy hot
1: So I don't know but I also will just add to that to that question the reminder that Chloe got known for what her revenge body
0: Oh yeah well and she did so, a whole series about it
1: Yeah so I don't know if there was Like, listen, I didn't want to click and read the entire article. I just saw the headline and I rolled my eyes. But you are, I mean, it is the sexist trope of like paying attention to women's bodies and how they respond to different stimuli. It's just ridiculous.
0: Also, it's just, it's 2022 with all the world uh, is serving up to us. I need to like care about somebody's Quote, baby mama in spandex after clapping back at claims that she is a gold digger.
1: I wish we could time travel so, Bradley, that you could say that <laughs> sentence to someone <laughs> oh in like the year 1950.
0: They're like, what is the world? It is a dark and scary place. All the science fiction that was poorly written in this time, it turned out to be very true.
1: Uh, yeah, if you could just like Marty McFly, tell everybody how terrible the world is.
0: Yeah, I, I think about that daily, uh, mostly because <laughs> I don't know how I, I don't want to ever know the future because I don't think I would be able to get through the present knowing that that was in store. So, um, I'm glad that the old me never knew that one day I would be sitting in a closet (laughs) talking about Tristan Thompson's baby mama flaunting her post-baby body in spandex (laughs) after clapping back at gold digger claims. Oh, gosh. Because I think 18-year-old Bradley would be really not only confused, but a little hurt, actually, (laughs) at future Bradley oh god when we come back there is hope left in the world and her name where (laughs) i'm looking gillane maxwell
1: Oh, I feel like you missed.
0: Swing and a miss. Two things to update when we come back <laughs> about Ms. <laughs> Ms. Nasty. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. Welcome back to the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And I got two updates for you with what's going on with Ms. Nasty. And I know you're like, who's Ms. Nasty?
1: I mean, it's not Janet Jackson. It's not Janet Jackson.
0: No. Because that would be Miss Janet. What is it? it?
1: Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Miss Jackson,
0: if you're nasty. Okay. No, we're talking about Ghislaine Maxwell. Two updates that we haven't um, talked about on the show, but I find them... To be utterly fascinating, and uh, it just proves that this story is not going anywhere anytime soon. Just to catch you up, remember Gillian Maxwell, sort of the right hand lady of one Jeffrey Epstein, and she was just convicted of all sorts of heinousness, including but not limited to um, sex trafficking of minors. So she'll be going away for a long time. We mm-hmm. hope. But two headlines. One is that, I didn't know this, but allegedly, supposedly Prince Nasty likely dated Ms. Nasty.
1: Okay, so that's interesting because the story was always that the way that Jeffrey Epstein met Ghislaine Maxwell was through... Or he always referred to, I mean, Prince Nasty always referred to Ghislaine Maxwell as an old... Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never
0: ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Friend of his. Sorry, what I meant to say is the way that Prince Nasty met Jeffrey Epstein was through Ghislaine Maxwell. Because she had been an old friend, quotes... Yeah,
0: which would make total Prince sense, Nafty. right? Because um, I think her father and like the royal family, they probably, there were some relate. Really, I'm mean, like, I, it just wouldn't surprise me at all if that absolutely was the case. But according to a former palace cop, as New York Post calls them, I'm assuming palace, I don't know if, the, I don't think they have police officers, but guard, whatever, maybe, I don't know, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, in a new documentary, this person says that Ghislaine became a regular visitor to the palace in 2001, which is the very year that Andrew and Jeffrey Epstein, um, or excuse me, rather, that Andrew and Virginia Roberts Juffrey were photographed in Maxwell's London home. So that sort of implies that at that time that that photo was taken, there was some, you know, funny business. Uh, Panky, panky. Yes. And by funny business, I mean... That's nasty. That's nasty. Uh, According to this guy in in this documentary, he says a colleague of mine remembered her coming in four times one day. Um, She kept coming in and out, in and out. Okay. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Words.
1: I feel like there's more to that story.
0: Uh, The... documentary is called Ghislaine, Prince Andrew, and the Pedophile, set to air on Britain's ITV in full yesterday. We don't have that over here, so fingers crossed somebody will upload it to YouTube. Anyway, so part of that story got a little nastier. Um, but also when it comes to Ghislaine Maxwell, I did find this interesting, and I read this a couple days ago, that Ghislaine Maxwell, the headline was that Ghislaine Maxwell will no longer fight to keep names of eight John Doe's secret. And I was like, what is this about? Well, apparently Ghislaine Maxwell, through her attorneys, had been uh, trying to prevent release of names uh, or the identities of eight John Doe's, who allegedly had sex with young women uh, that she had procured for Jeffrey Epstein and friends, right? So mm-hmm. so she knew those names and has been trying through her attorneys to keep those names secret. Well, this still exists as an issue beyond her conviction, but now a lawyer for Gillian sent a letter to a federal judge this week that said she's no longer going to object to the identities of those John Doe's being kept secret, which means that her people aren't going to try to hide those identities, which in my mind means there's a chance those names could finally be made public. And it's kind of gross when you think about it, because on on the one hand, if people haven't been accused of something, you know, or charged with a a crime, Mm -hmm. you know, you want to be extra careful about just like tossing around allegations, surely. Um... But uh, a lot of these people were brought up in um uh these depositions, and so there's a possibility now that we that those names again these are names of people who allegedly um had sex with young women uh through their their connection with Jeffrey Epstein and Gillian so Maxwell.
1: There's gonna be a lot of real rich people quaking in their boots, powerful also. people because it's not gonna be like you know uh jack roberts from down the road these yeah. are going to be like big powerful names that will probably that we will probably recognize well Ooh.
0: also like i don't know if i were gillian Maxwell, i'd be like saying these things out loud
1: well because, because do you want a bunch of powerful <laughs>
0: Do you want a bunch of powerful people to be like looking at you going oh you're the reason the world now knows this i'm just well, saying i would be a little careful
1: Well, I would be too, but I do think it's interesting that it's now that she's being convicted of these crimes that she's like, okay, well, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut anymore. It's like she has nothing to
0: lose. Yeah, well, and she's going to be behind bars, so there's Mm -hmm. the at least distance between her and these very powerful people. Although, if you believe in conspiracy theories, you've already Mm -hmm. thought that perhaps Jeffrey Epstein was gotten to by powerful people behind bars, right?
1: Oof. Um I don't want to say that I'm looking forward to hearing these names, but I am interested. Well, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, sure,
0: like, who doesn't want to look at, you know, um, gossip? But I do wonder what these, like, why aren't these individuals being charged with anything? Like, do they need to be held accountable? Surely that needs to happen. will,
1: Will they be after they've been identified? That's my other question.
0: Like I mean, one imagines law enforcement knows who these people are and there either was not enough to charge them, but maybe there will be now. I don't know. I mean, nobody thought Ghillane Maxwell was going to be held accountable, so mm. we can only hope, I guess.
1: But you're right, like this story is nowhere near done. Like there's still more and also so if so she's going to reveal those names. But she wasn't the only person who knows those names.
0: No, and she won't reveal them. They're, this is just saying she their just attorneys aren't yeah. going to fight the the courts uh, or people advocating in court to get those names.
1: Right, but still, like there are victims of you know if she oh, was yeah. procuring these underage yeah. people. There are victims who know. Who those powerful oh, sure. people are. And I'm sure Oof. they're
0: the people that we've already, you know, that have already been mentioned out loud. I mm-hmm. mean, you have former politicians, you have very high profile attorneys, you have mm-hmm. people that, you know, those rumors have been around for a long time. So mm-hmm. Oof. including um, but not limited to former presidents, former governors, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. again, celebrity lawyers, etc. Mm-hmm. Oof.
1: I mean it's yeah I am almost like afraid to I almost said I'm almost afraid to touch it but I am I'm a little bit afraid to tiptoe toward it um because it is it's messy and there's
0: in my a lot mind of the best secrets. thing that could happen to this story is I think a lot of people wished that you know Jeffrey Epstein were still alive because he would get convicted and this would all go away and they wouldn't have to worry about it but I think the telling tale of this entire story or not the telling tale the most The thing that matters in this story is not Jeffrey Epstein being held accountable only. It's all of the people around him that allowed him to, you know, sort of be at the top of this, you know, creepy, nasty pile of gross like, all of the systems in place that allowed him to continue to do that, including, but not limited to, the very own Gillian Maxwell. She, if he were still alive, he, she probably never would have been prosecuted.
1: No, and actually, that's what I was just thinking, is, like, if he were still alive, he would be the one that would be, the focus would be on him, you know, being punished to the full extent of the law. Well, and right? all these
0: lesser people would turn, you know, state's evidence or whatever to... To get a better deal surely right. gillian maxwell would have done that i mean right but now that he's not there they can't do it so, so if you are connected to the story i would just be mm-hmm. very concerned and hope you have a very good attorney prince nasty mm-hmm.
1: okay oof oof mm-hmm. he can't run anymore i mean this is like it's happening the stuff mm-hmm. is hitting the fan yeah, well his mom took everywhere. away
0: his toys and but. his shiny know. things oh, yes Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. Okay, speaking mm. of shiny things When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show We are going to have a conversation Colleen has a question for you It's all about stuffing a lot of food in your face Colleen, what are we okay. asking the listeners?
1: So here's the deal If you show up at a buffet, what is not safe? Like, what is? what are you going to eat <laughs> Snails? all Snails? What do you mean that's It's an safe? all-you-can-eat buffet What is the thing that you will eat the most of At an oh, all-you-can-eat okay. buffet? All
0: right What's that thing? We're going to talk about it when we return. 651-641-1071.